0: There are schools of thought that believe we have unlimited scope and possibilities for making decisions. The truth is that our scope is somehow restricted and we have less room. It is therefore key that we engage in innovative decision-making to optimise opportunities in our business and personal lives. We need to understand our decision-making skills as individuals and organisations. This will enable us to adjust accordingly to the constantly changing environment. Question. If Jesus had taught at Harvard Business School on these related issues, what would he have to say? My name is Aphopel Joma. Welcome to today's topic of the If Jesus Taught at Harvard Business School podcast. Goodbye 2023 and welcome 2024. The session will run over two parts. In the first part... The host, Ade Ajomo, a management consultant with KUW Advisory Group, will be guiding us through an appraisal of the year 2023. The topic will be concluded in part two.
1: Seems like yesterday when I published the podcast titled Goodbye 2022 and Welcome 2023. Time, they say, flies. And the year 2023 has gone at the speed of thought as I was gathering and organizing my own thoughts as part of the drafting process for the podcast Goodbye 2023 and Welcome 2024. This year has been very eventful. And I'm sure this may be the case for a lot of listeners to this podcast. Like previous years, there would have been circumstances which we can categorize as positive and some as negative. Either way, these circumstances are not powerful enough to stop the continuous and non-stopping nature of time. Seconds will continue to tick. These seconds become minutes. The minutes become hours. The hours become days. The days become weeks. The weeks become months. The months lead to the end of a year, and the process starts again until we reach the end of another year. The Bible gives us useful insight on the importance of redeeming the time allocated, as we will all be held accountable on a date that God has determined in the future. The eventuality of this day should be a strong driver for us to appraise our usage of this expensive commodity. So, how can we assess the effectiveness of our lives in 2023? It should start by identifying a qualitative set of benchmark figures or parameters. I have always used the model designed by the KUW Advisory Group. One section of the model which we shall be adopting in this podcast is called the Decision-Making Framework, and it consists of the following components. 1. Vision Statement 2. Mission Statement 3. Core Values 4. Stakeholders 5. Internal Assessment Six, external assessment. And seven, organisational structure or networks. Let us start with component number one, vision statement. In the year 2023, how effective were the choices we made? Were the choices made randomly? or were the choices driven by some form of intent? Did we have well-thought-out benchmarks or parameters that served as solid foundations for the choices we made? Were choices made that led to negative or positive consequences? How can we have a qualitative appraisal of our time in 2023? A good place to start is by the review of our vision statements. I am aware that some of us may not have defined This component, but as we prepare to enter the year 2024, this may be an opportune time to draft one. This statement can be defined as a divinely inspired mental picture of a future state defined for individuals, organizations, or even nations. A perfect case study to give us some form of understanding can be leveraged from the reference material in the biblical book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 26 to 28. It reads Then God said, Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now, some key words to note are the following. Rule, govern, add, value, innovate, create, multiply, subdue and populate. In the year 2023, can we safely conclude that a large percentage of our time was utilising tasks related to God's divine purposes. Alternatively, did we struggle due to distractions that took us away from God's divine purposes? This is a critical question to ask, because without identifying the root causes, we cannot effectively plan the going concerns for our lives in all the key areas that define who we are. Hence why December and January are key defining months when Individuals or even organizations identify where they went wrong and they define strategies to ensure that these mistakes are not repeated in the following years to come. Now, if we were to ask the majority of people what was one of the key distractions in 2023, social media will be in the top quartile. Now, social media used with balance and discipline can be effective, but the question still needs to be asked. What percentage of the time spent was used in tasks related to the benchmarks that we defined earlier? We are reminded in a reference material from the biblical book of Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 25 to 27, the importance of focus and not being distracted. It reads, Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Personally, I find that writing the events of each day in a journal is an effective tool to monitor the alignment or misalignment of my time with my vision. So, as we enter the year 2024, For those that do not have a vision statement defined, we should pray and fully seek the guidance of the Almighty God for a divinely and inspired mental picture of what He wants us to achieve in 2024 and beyond. In previous discussions, we spoke about a divinely inspired picture upon our hearts. It may sound a bit spooky, but that is the nature of a vision statement. JFK, putting a man on the moon, sounded spooky back then. Martin Luther King, dreaming that the black man would be free at last, was spooky back then. Or Mandela, seeing a free South Africa, was spooky back then. They all had a picture that had been placed upon their hearts, and they all set out to achieve what sounded impossible back then. But as they say, the rest is history, when we look at the outcome of their visions. We all need a vision, because we are advised in the reference material in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 18, It reads, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Some key questions and action points to help us see that divinely inspired picture as from 2024 or 2024, as some may say. If resources were limitless, name a key issue you would like to resolve. Two, is there currently an alternative solution that is addressing this key issue. Three, write down what you see or envision regarding the solution for this issue. And four, have you discussed this solution with anyone and what was their response? The second component of the decision-making framework makes it easier for a vision to make sense to those who are finding it hard to comprehend. It is called the mission statement. Vision is about what you see. A statement that defines how we intend to accomplish the vision is called the mission statement. The reference material in the Biblical book of Luke chapter 4 verses 18 to 20 gives us a clear understanding of what this entails. In this piece of writing, Jesus is communicating his long-term strategic intent for coming into the world and what He has come to achieve. It reads, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me." because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister and sat down, and the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. The beauty of this narrative is actually in the specifics. He outlined what he was going to do. Proclaim good news. Proclaim freedom for prisoners. Recovery of sight for the blind. Set the oppressed free. And proclaim the year of the Lord. I personally quite like the paragraph where it says, he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. In other words, I have nothing more to say. This is what I am about and this is how my time will be utilised. We complain that we do not have enough time, but is it not instructional that Jesus accomplished all that he came to do in three years and his legacy still continues? This just reinforces the need for a mission statement that clearly defines the reason for our existence and how we should utilise our time to accomplish and build legacies. During the day, Individuals can be associated with any of the following roles, husband, wife, parent, manager, pastor, director, and a host of others. These roles can take massive chunks out of our limited time, which stresses the importance of having a framework for the effective allocation of this limited but expensive commodity. The simplicity of the mission statement allows you to effectively Allocate your time to things that are related to your values and roles in life. So, what have we been called to accomplish in 2024? Do we have a mission statement written on a scroll that we can communicate to our families, friends, and even our enemies? <laughs> now, some key questions and action points to guide us when it comes to a mission statement. One, Describe the vision in terms of the services you are providing. 2. Describe the vision in terms of people you are called to serve. 3. What is the uniqueness and benefits of your solution? And 4. Are there any financial limitations on your solution? The third component of the decision making framework involves defining our guiding principles, belief systems that guide the behavior of individuals or organizations. And this is called our core values. The gift of free will to make choices given to us at the beginning of our existence has led to a number of individual belief systems Some reflect positive values and some negative values when benchmarked against God's original mandate that we should reflect his image in all things. Thomas Watson Jr., a former CEO of IBM, observed that any great organization that has lasted over the years owes its resiliency to the power of its beliefs and the appeal that these beliefs have for its people. Every single day that we remain here on Earth, our values and our belief systems will be constantly tested. A belief system is based on a set of behavioral guidelines which govern how we conduct ourselves as individuals or part of an organization. These guidelines can also be defined as core values and having them enable us to live productive lives. A case study which highlights some examples of core values can be referenced from the biblical book of Galatians Chapter 5, verses 22 to 23, it reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now these values provide guidelines for inner peace and can enable us to live effective lives in whatever role we find ourselves adopting. As we approach the end of the year 2023, what have been the main challenges to us in upholding our core values? Have we found ourselves operating in environments where there were major conflicts with our belief systems? This is a key question to address because recent updates in diversity and religious institutional frameworks have presented major challenges for the Christian faith. So, taking into account potential conflicts, How committed will we be in 2024 in upholding our value systems? Will our core values be based on shaky preferences or deep-rooted convictions, regardless the cost? Now, this case study illustrates the difference between deep-rooted conviction and preferences. In the late 1960s, there was a landmark case which shook the entire United States. The story was about a man by the name of Jonas Yoda, an Amish farmer, who defied the state and refused to send his daughter to school based on his religious convictions. The case eventually went up to the Supreme Court in 1972. As a last resort, Yoda appealed using the First Amendment to protect his religious convictions. As such, the state had to determine if Yoda really believed. In what he believed in. The Supreme Court ruled that only a person's convictions are protected by the First Amendment, while one's religious preferences are not. A conviction is rooted in the conscience and cannot be changed without changing that which essentially defies the person. For those who claim to hold religious beliefs, the court laid down two fundamental principles. One, One cannot hold a belief unless one can somehow describe that belief. And two, beliefs must be individually and personally held. Now from these two general principles, the court then established that beliefs can only fall into one of two categories, either a preference or a conviction. A preference can be a strong belief, strong enough to make You give up your wealth and time and effort to pursue it. However, no matter how strong your preference is, under certain pressures and circumstances, they will still change. The court applied the following. The court concluded that a conviction is a belief that will not change because a man must believe that his God requires it of him. A conviction is non-negotiable it is not something that you discover, but something that you purpose in your heart. Now, for those of us that have not even sat down to identify a set of behavioral guidelines, this is the right time to take some time out and reflect on what really matters. Some key questions and action points. One, what are our guiding principles or values in life? Two, rank them in terms of priority. And three, do we have a statement that highlights our core belief and values?
0: We end part one with some takeaways. One, a vision is a divinely inspired mental picture placed upon the heart of an individual, providing a guiding light for the future. Two, a mission statement is a statement or tagline which provides a well-defined picture on the reason for the existence of an individual organisation it can also be defined as a statement of intent. Three, core values provide behavioral guidelines and principles on how individuals or organizations conduct themselves in achieving their sense of purpose and value. In part two, we will conclude our appraisal of the year 2023 by looking at the following. Stakeholders, individuals or groups who we depend on to fulfill our goals, internal assessment, Evaluating our strengths and weaknesses and critical issues we may be facing. External assessment. Assessing the impact of the external environment on our lives. Political, technology and socio-cultural, for example. Organisational structure. Assessing the effectiveness of our networks of friends, families and at work. My name is Athopel Jomo. Goodbye and God bless.